please keep your head perfectly still. Should I do anything with my hands? Your hands, that's your option. Welcome to the Dan and Jordan Show, right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. You are tuned in for another Saturday 7 o'clock fun session. Yeah, we're going to take some fun and make it into stuff that's more fun right before your very ears. And normally, you'd only be hearing Dan and Jordan. Which is us. But today, we have a special guest with us. We have Sean Bedard. Oh, hey, everybody. Uh, Just to let you guys know that I will be also translating via sign with my hands as well for this for this uh performance here today so we'll be putting that up alongside this episode we'll have video of that going along with it you just sync it up and you should be able to just watch in sign language is it watch in sign language or listen in sign language i never know which one to say i assume that it's watch maybe they could hear the movements of the hands moving (laughs) thanks everyone for being here Thank welcome. You for, yeah, You're thank so you. welcome. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Wow, that's a pretty nice response. Because I'm going to actually be telling you guys some bad news. Oh, that's not what it said in the invitation. Yeah, the invitation well, I... said, good news party. Show up for a smile to be put on your face. Yeah, I, I told a few untruths in the invitation. Is this going to be bad news that puts a smile on our face? or? I guess depending on your perspective, it could be good news, maybe? depending on how close you are to the person. I don't want to spoil the bad news right off the bat here. I mean... Is it a death? Fine, all right? I'll spill the beans. It's a death, okay? Oh, okay. Oh, my goodness. Is it somebody that we all know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's all of our... You, you just coughed, man. Is he going to die? Is no, that what it not... is? Is that the bad news? So, okay, immediately you guys understand why I put good news party on the invitation, right? You know we're a sucker for good news. Nobody would have came had I told you on the invitation... This is not a party, but more an unveiling of Grandpa's death. I mean, I kind of saw Grandpa's death coming. You know, everybody should have seen it coming. It's Grandpa. Nobody lives forever. He's old. Was Grandma invited to this? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Actually, the second piece of the good news party I wanted to tell you about. Grandma and Grandpa are both. Yeah, they're both dead. The both of them. <sighs> they wanted to die in separate incidents. I know. I, I know. And they died together. How did it happen? Well, they were doing some shark fishing off the coast there in their their, their schooner. Yeah, that's normal. They I'm often not... fish for sharks in their schooner. Okay, yeah, I'm not really familiar with all the nautical terms. I just know that they caught a shark and they pulled it on the boat and Grandpa was holding it up and a second shark leaped in and devoured Grandpa and high-finned, I guess you'd call it, with the other shark and they both flopped into the water. So it looks like some sort of setup. The sharks set him up or something. I don't know. But do, do you have any pictures of this? Well, there's video. Yeah, there's full video of it. There is video. It's pretty gruesome, though. I just want to get this straight. The shark ate Grandpa. Didn't eat him. He just kind of ripped him apart. Ripped him apart. I use devouring more as a term to indicate that there's not much of Grandpa left. And then did Grandma just like, was she just starved to death on the schooner? Yeah. Because she didn't know how to pilot Couldn't the boat? Couldn't take care of herself. Yeah. Well, then I guess they... You know, they did die in separate incidents. Unfortunately, the coroner is ruling it as one incident that oh, has caused all this. A chain of events. It's a chain of events that was set in motion by the shark eating granddad, Darn right? It. Are the sharks okay? Oh, yeah, they're fine. They're fine. I want to stress that. The sharks are just fine. They leapt out of the boat. It was a whole a setup the whole time. This is why we shouldn't have let them spend time together. We should have kept them separate. 
I agree. We should have kept our grandparents and sharks separate. That would have been a smart thing to do. In separate boats, even, maybe. Yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah, that would have been nice. We both know that they could have used some time apart. Unfortunately, they're going to be stuck together for eternity. That's another piece of the bad news I had to tell you here. This is terrible. So they're going to be together forever. Yeah. They're not. They're never going to part ways. No. Is there sharks in heaven? I, I think so. I believe the sharks go to heaven. Do heaven sharks attack people who went to heaven? I would assume that they'd attack basically the same amount as they do here on Earth. Well, I think obviously the next logical step is to use what's left of the family money and declare war on sharks. Get them out of the sea. Grandpa and Grandma probably would both want that. You know how much they loved revenge and sharks killed them. There is a very large shark shortage in the ocean today. Are are you sure you guys want to hunt down and go to war with sharks? Well, that would make it really easy to finish them off then, right? If they're already on their last legs, you know, just come in, finish the job. Make it even shorter. Get them out of there. I do kind of agree with that. Now's the time to strike. If we're going to strike, now's the time. Let's think like a shark. Do we have the funds to support a shark war? Well, it can't cost that much money. I mean, sharks don't have any economic system at all. So by default, we're already... We got a far bigger budget than the sharks could ever muster. And sharks don't organize. They're lone killers. They go out there all by themselves. But like 99% of the ocean hasn't been explored yet. For all we know, sharks do have a thriving economy that we don't know about. That's actually a good point. I've never done business with a shark online. They might have their own kind of internet going on underneath the sea. We don't know what's going on down there. A sea web. CNET. There's a CNET website. Let's look into it. Might be owned by a shark. Do they have Wi-Fi in the ocean? Water conducts electricity. So if they did have Wi-Fi, it'd be one superconductor. Just the whole ocean, one big internet. We got to keep technology out of the sea. You know many, how many people have lost their phones in the ocean? Just dropped them in there for the sharks That's happened to a lot. observe, learn from us, reverse engineer things. I've never thought about all the lost phones that went into the water. You guys got me on board. I say we go to war with the sharks. Okay, listen, listen. I don't want to turn this bad news party into a big war planning discussion again. I don't want this to turn into my last party where we planned war on the sky. You're right. That was a tremendous failure. No more plans. Let's just push that button. Friends? Or should I say former friends? Yeah, I think former friends would be more appropriate. I just want to let you know that since I won on Price is Right, things have kind of opened up for me. Like your chest after your heart surgery? Yeah. I was able to get that heart surgery I desperately required with the money I won. That's right. From the prices right. Yeah. You won so much money that you were able to get the heart of an exotic animal instead of just the heart of a regular person. That's right. Going into the surgery, I didn't think it was going to make me feel like I'm better than you guys, but it turns out that's exactly what Having the heart of a bald eagle inside you does. Heart of a bald eagle. It makes you feel like you're better than everyone. You know, it would have been one thing if it would have been the heart of a bald eagle that died of natural causes, but no, they let you kill the bald eagle whose heart that you received. That was part of my showcase that I won, yes. That's, that's an correct. amazing showcase. Do you feel happy with the amount of freedom that is flowing through your veins right now? I do. It just, it feels incredible. I wish that I could describe it to people who I now consider my lessers. I'm sorry. I would describe it as your body being more frail now because an eagle's heart is actually much smaller than the heart of a human. So it works harder. It does work harder. That's right. Thank you. But your lifespan has actually been shortened. Any heart I would have got put in me, it was going to shorten my lifespan, human or otherwise. You get your heart transplanted. That's a thing that is like really serious. Are you finding it harder to drive? I don't really drive anymore. No? Well, well, let me guess. I you hang fly. glide anywhere. Hang that's glide. right. Yeah. That's right. I hang glide now. 
It's more exhilarating. You know, if an eagle saw another eagle hang gliding, he would be shamed, wing shamed out of the eagle community. They don't hang glide. They fly. Eagles glide. Yeah, they glide, but they don't hang. When will we get our turn at The Price is Right? You're not allowed to be on The Price is Right if your friend has been on. That's a thing? That's a thing. They put him on a list. They ask him, who are your friends? And then, you know, he tells them, obviously. Obviously. I'm an honest guy. Did Bob Barker make this rule? I think it's been in place since the Bob Barker days, yeah. Yeah, he And Drew Carey it. kept it going. Was there any other game shows that we should try out for? Jeopardy. I wouldn't suggest you guys go on Jeopardy, honestly. Why not? You can win some good stuff on Jeopardy. I mean, sure, maybe if you like transplant in the brain of a dolphin or something, you might be able to do that. Sure, it's no prices right. Can't play Plinko. You got me there. If one of the categories is, my friend has an eagle heart inside of him. You'd do very well in that category. We'd do very well. Because... We would. You know what? That's probably going to get us uh, banned from Jeopardy, too. Because now he's oh. going to be a rare fact. We have to recuse ourselves from playing Jeopardy. Thanks a lot, friend. Or should I say ex-friend? Ex-friend. That's what I'm trying to say here. I mean, I also think I'm way better than you guys now because of the eagle heart, like I said. Well, just because you got to go join the Philadelphia Eagles after their victory and get photographed. And everybody celebrated the boy with the eagle heart. Yes, that's part of it. The heart of the team, they called you. Social media picked it up very quickly. Despicable. Yes. You don't even watch football, good sir. In fact, I remember sitting here with you and you said that you hated it. You couldn't stand the gridiron and the pig skin. That was before I got this eagle heart put inside me and realized what I'd been missing. I'm different now. I'm a different person. You know, I'm off chicken eggs completely. I don't even eat chicken eggs anymore. Probably feels like cannibalism. Well, I actually eat eagle eggs now, is what I was going to say. Oh, well, that is cannibalism. <laughs> Closer to anyway. I'm still a man. I just have the heart and spirit of an eagle inside me. If the eagle heart inside i should let you speak on this because i know you have you're passionate about eggs but if the eagle heart inside of you knew that you were eating eagle eggs it would probably want to hang itself it'd be the first time an eagle ever hung anything hang glider an eagle hanging itself is just absurd eagles can fly okay they're not gonna be able to hang themselves fly into a noose that's what they do you guys are leaving me speechless i mean i'm so passionate about eggs there's so much egg eating going on here i you guys know I like to, to paint Easter eggs. I, I like to cook eggs. I like to throw them at my parents' house. I like to scramble them, omelet them, scallop them. Yeah, you're all about those eggs. Yeah, I could spend hours just peeling eggs. My chicken egg eating days are over. That's all, okay? It's going to be eagle eggs, maybe a hawk egg thrown in the mix if I can't get eagle eggs. Who said that my egg hobby was limited at just chicken eggs oh maybe i really care about the eagle eggs as well oh you do i do oh i didn't realize well i mean we could we could bond over that no eagles are an endangered animal so how the heck are you getting away with eating the, their eggs i uh, will actually as a man with the heart of an eagle now i also have attained endangered status for myself so i am now protected by the federal government and that's what that photographer from the national geo is doing here huh? that's right yes they're kind of documenting my movements I got this leg tracker on, actually, you can see here. You know, last night I couldn't sleep because that old British guy was narrating while you were moving around. Yeah, it's really kind of irritating he does it in real time rather than in post after they film it. God, he's talented. He's really good, though. He knows exactly what I'm going to do before I even do it. <laughs> so you have a leg tracker? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, There's yeah. really no freedom in that. Oh, the, come on, there's freedom. I actually was thinking about changing my natural habitat. I was thinking maybe, you know, Los Angeles. I think that's, Seems nice. I think that is a very good idea because I'm, I'm just going to say it. 
I'm worried about the poachers. I'm worried about the poachers coming for his heart as an and egg his enth- eggs. That is a concern. Uh, I'm worried about <laughs> poachers as well, being an egg enthusiast. They could ruin this entire household. Well, thanks for being more worried about the eggs than about my life. They'll poach all of the eggs. Listen, I'm more than willing to extend my natural habitat to you guys' house, get protection for it. Your natural habitat? Yeah. I can say you're on my migratory path. Occasionally, I'll come to your house. (laughs) It'll have to be protected. Why are you putting feathers in your hair? You have normal human hair. For now. You're going to get the feather transplant? I'm not sure yet. I'm just trying it out. You're never going to be able to fly, you know. I know that. Have you been gathering small little animals that are very helpless with your man talons? Well, they're only helpless against my might. You know, this came in the mail for you the other day. I was going to let you come what? clean about it, but... What are I you doing holding well... on to my mail? You've had that for a couple of days? Yeah, a couple of days. That could have been medical forms. I need, I'm need. i recovering wasn't. from a heart transplant. Well, if it was medical forms, it would be pretty heavy because this is the size of a novel. Well, what is it? A novel entitled How to Hollow Out Your Bones So You Can Try to Fly Like a Bird. It says, Sick. It says try in the title. It doesn't expect any full results. It says you try. And honestly, the book doesn't need to be that thick. It's mostly just, you know, drill a hole in your bones, pour the marrow out. It's pretty simple. Most of the book is full of... You know, images that are vulgar to the human eye. Maybe the birds are into pictures like that. I don't know. I'm actually considering getting the eagle eyes put in, too. Well, you can do what you want. You just want the nickname. That's what you want, eagle eyes. Because then everybody has to call you that. I was actually hoping just more the eagle would be even the better. Eagle. Just in general. Encompassing all aspects of an eagle. Not just his eyes. But his essence. Yes, exactly. You feel the essence of an eagle when you're around me. That's what I want. Is that what that smells? Is that eagle urine? It's distilled eagle urine. Yeah, oh it's just my the pheromones. God. It's just the pheromone part of it. I knew it. Horny eagles have been circling this building, that trying is to get the in goal. here. Yeah, that's why I've put this stuff around. That's so how that you've been getting happen. the eggs. Well, where are you going to get eagle eggs from? They don't sell them at the store. You're not getting them from me, that's for sure. Yeah, you keep your supply pretty tightly locked down. Believe me, I've been looking at your fridge every now and again when I come over. Dude. When all, I migrate over. All these female eagles are coming here. They're They're laying their eggs for you. Yeah. You know how mad they're going to be when they find out what you're doing with their eggs? And when they hatch, what's going to happen? Are you going to vomit into their mouths? Well, I'm willing to vomit into their mouths. Yes, I'm prepared to make that commitment. But I think you'll find that eagle women aren't quite as, to use an unfortunate pun, flighty as human women. Because they understand. They're like, oh, whatever. I'll just pop out another egg. Not a problem. They're going to want commitment, man. They're loyal birds. They know they're endangered. They're just looking to do whatever they can, okay? Hook up wherever they can. There's not enough of them to be choosy. Maybe I've said too much about what I do with eagles, okay? That might have been a bit too private. I just want my former friends to understand where I'm coming from. I don't understand where you're coming from, but I understand where you're going. It ain't nowhere good. Y'all want some eggs? <laughs> You're halfway through the Dan and Jordan show, but there's lots more laughs yet to come. We have a special guest here today named... Sean Bedard! And he is very funny, so enjoy time with him while you can. Let's all have fun! Hope you brought your laugh bags with you, because we have some items put inside of it. All right, everybody. Uh, I'd like to welcome you to Clap Club. Uh, Here at Clap Club, we clap enthusiastically about all things that we enjoy. Oh, is that you enjoying my intro to Clap Club? Yeah, I, I liked it, so I wanted to give it a clap.
Clarence, uh, we have a new member here at Clap Club. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself there? Yeah, sir. my name is uh, Philip. I'm here because I was witnessed uh, slow clapping in in class. The teacher said something that I didn't like, and I just sarcastically started bringing my hands together oh. and then sped it up. Yeah. S- Steven, That's Steven wonderful. can I, yeah, can Clarence, I, can I actually can I talk to you for a sec here? Sorry, Philip. Can I just talk to Steven? That's fine. Yeah. He's clapping sarcastically here at Clap Club. Clap Club is supposed to be a place where we clap enthusiastically for real. We don't need people clapping sarcastically at Clap Club. We can't just push somebody away because they're a different clapper than we are. I know. I'm not trying to ostracize him. He claps perfectly acceptably in certain contexts. I find the slow clap very funny. Maybe in the end of a Paul Rudd movie I'd enjoy it, but not here at Clap Club. Hey, who brought the uh, the tuna fish sandwich? Great job, guys. Oh, yes, that's Great so. job. Clap yeah. Damn, you clap. Great job. Wonderful. Way to go. It's spoiled. But yeah, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be right with you here. Be right with you. There's not a lot of members that come into Clap Club, okay? If you mess this up, we will be without another clapper. Fine. And we cannot go through this like we did last okay, week. Fine, fine. I'm sorry, Stephen. I'll fine. All right. I will make He might be work. a slow clapper to you, but over there, I just see a man with the clap. Okay, fine. All right. Fine. Uh, hey, so, uh, hey sorry. sorry about that. Oh, hey, guys. Hey. Sorry about that. You didn't, you know? didn't care for the tuna, hey? No, 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 but I found the free lemonade, you know? Some joker spilled his uh, lemonade on the table. I mean, I know it's free, but uh, <laughs> way to waste his lemonade, huh? That's not... Real good use of lemonade. That's not... We clap at everything at Clap right. Club. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, some things that you like doing. What some are your hobbies? I like yes. I like doing uh, a few things, you know. Oh, things are good. Yes, like, things are pretty uh, well. Yeah, are, yeah are I like good. a good hangout. I like I like fun. when I see a performance and the performance was awful. And everybody pretends that it was good that the performance that they saw, but I know it was awful. And so I just say, yeah, great performance. Great performance. Let's, yeah, applaud for how great it was. And then I like to do that. I like to, you know, I'm, I'm an artist. Uh, Philip, I'm sorry. Can, Stephen, can I, yeah, yeah, can go I ahead. talk to you? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Yeah. Clarence, what's up? He's slow clapping literally everything, okay? It seems like his only interest is in slow clapping things. He doesn't even seem to have a genuine clap that he brings out for things that he enjoys. We cannot ruin this. There is now three people in Clap Club. Okay? We okay. have come so far. We have been doing this for five years. I know. This is the only guy who responded to our clap letter. I understand I'm that. saying there's got to be something that he is enthusiastic about. Okay, maybe there is. Hey, hey, hey Philip. Hey, yeah, guys. Philip, do you uh, like sports? Sports? Oh, yeah. I love sports. See me watching sports right now, right? Yeah. Yeah, great observation. Great observation about my tastes. I mean, you are wearing Great a, a jersey. Great observation. Right I now. am, yeah, an Eagles fan. Well, okay, the Eagles. Did you enjoy when they won? When they won? Yeah, they won that Super Bowl recently. You there. know what I saw? I saw people burning their city down, tearing their old city apart, and I was like, yeah, way to celebrate, everyone. Way to celebrate, and that's that's how you do it. You burn everything to the ground. Good job, everybody. Way to celebrate the game. Philip, will you excuse us again for just a moment yeah. here? Oh, yeah, yeah. Take your time. Take, take your time. You know what? Let me applaud for you. Take your time. Okay, I'm feeling you. Hey, thank you. I am. I'm glad you're finally seeing it. I am. 
if there's one thing I know about slow clappers, though, they're always good at clapping in that really triumphant moment, you know, like right after somebody gives a really great monologue. That's it's true. It's silent for a moment, and then they start clapping. A slow clap begins, but it's not a sarcastic one at all. It's a genuine slow clap that builds into real genuine applause amongst people who are impressed by what this person had to say. I've seen that a hundred times. Do you think that we could come up with some sort of monologue and he could apply that sarcastic clap to it? It would fit very well with Clap Club. Well, I think that's a great idea. I mean, I do have kind of a traumatic experience I suffered through that I could share. Maybe that would, you know, inspire him. Sure. Okay, okay, great. Hey, Philip, Philip. Yeah, hey, guys. So when I was a young man, I had something pretty traumatic happen to me. Oh, something traumatic. Oh, sorry. No, clap club. I know. I clap know. Club. I get caught up in the moment often too, Stephen. It's fine. Uh, I was at my school talent show and I did a super funny routine as a stand-up comic, a young stand-up comic. And I fell down and my pants ripped open and I farted at the same time. And I stood up and in the front row, a man pointed at me and said, that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And it inspired him to go to the doctor to check on his own flatulence problem that he had. And it turned out that man had colorectal cancer, and my performance that day saved his life. That's pretty amazing. He said he didn't realize that farting was funny until that moment. And when it happened to me, he realized that he'd been farting so much, and a lot of his, you know, his stand-up comedy material was getting lost because mm. people were laughing at the farts. They weren't listening to what he was saying. He wants to get the last because of the words he's saying, not because of the farts he's letting off. Yeah. That would be terrible. And that caused him to get his colorectal cancer fixed and taken care of. So, is you that... You know what, guys? I, uh, that reminds me of, of something that I should tell you, actually. That doesn't inspire you to maybe... <laughs> it inspires me to read this letter. Dear Philip, I, your family doctor, it says, regret to inform you that you have hand cancer. Hand cancer? Hand cancer? Hand cancer. All throughout your hands? Both Just of them? In each hand individually. So, yes, both. It should say hands cancer, but the medical term is hand cancer that they use. Um, so, that's that's where I'm at. I've got that. I'm, I'm sorry. And Philip, I have also contracted the clap, which is a sexual disease you may have heard Philip, of. Philip, can you excuse us for just one second, one more time here? Steve, Stephen? Sure. The cancer's not contagious, by no, the way. No, oh, obviously. Okay. I know we shook oh. hands earlier. Are we bad for Clap Club? <laughs> We've got to kick him out. We have to kick him out of Clap Club, right? He's going to lose his hands. He's going to have stumps. He's going to think he can come to Clap Club. He's going to be banging his stumps together. That's not clapping. I might be able to get behind some slow clapping every now and again. I might be able to live with that. Do you know how much hand cancer hurts? It's very painful. I lost my father to hand cancer. Who knows how much time he has left? Hopefully not very much. I don't mean to be mean, but this is a sacred space for me. You guys, my doctor said I have a lot of time left. It's a very slow-acting cancer. Soon? The cancer is going to make his hands so mushy that when he claps them together, you're just going to hear... Is that the sound you want to hear from Clap Club? Is that the sound you envisioned when we started this club together five years ago, Stephen? I envisioned a crowd of people in this crew. But every time somebody comes here with enthusiasm to clap, you have to point out some sort of a bubbly-doo of why they are a horrible clapper. This is about the guy with two hooks instead of hands, isn't it? Everybody should have the opportunity to clap what's in Clanging their life. Clanging hooks together isn't clapping either. It's a clang, and it's close to clap. 
He doesn't even respect proper clapping. You know what? I'm not even going to pull you aside anymore to talk privately. I'm through being polite. Philip, you don't even respect clapping at all. I'm saying it. There, I've said it. Hey, Philip, looks like Clarence is out of the group now. Huh? Yeah, that's right. Oh, way to go. Way to go, Clarence. Perfect time. Way to go. That's what this club is. It's a slow clap. All right. Uh, gentlemen. I'll call you gentlemen. That's what you are, pretty much. Uh, as you know, there are usually four of us horsemen, but clearly there are just three of us here. And our brother has died. So. I have proposed that this horse make our fourth. All in favor say nay. Whoa, 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 Which would traditionally be used as no, but in this instance will be used as yes because it's what the horse understands. It's a lot of changes happening pretty okay. fast here. Where, where did the horse come from? A field. This is just a random horse? From a it's random... not a random horse. I've chosen this horse specifically because it is the one that I could catch. You know, there's an idea of weakness there. Like, why did you catch that horse and not any of the other ones that I... Would assume you were trying to get after. Good point, yes. because we don't want the slowest horse of the pack, and if it's going to be a horse, if we even grant it's going to be a horse to begin with. You're right. We don't want the slowest of the pack, but we do want a horse that's weaker than us. I get a horse that's strong. All of a sudden, I bring that horse that that horse in. That horse is running this group within a week. Nobody wants that. Okay. That's true. I'm not even sure I want more horses in. What if we just stick with three? We can't stick with three. We're the four horsemen. Well, sure. I mean, that's our name. And we've been the four horsemen for a long time, but maybe it's time for a shakeup. Three horsemen makes more sense voting-wise. With four horsemen, we're constantly having a two-on-two situation. Let's hear, let's hear what the horse has to say. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's a I didn't understand. It's the horse noise. It's not really much insight. This was supposed to simplify voting, all right, in the horseman process. Well, if we're just trying to simplify the process, why don't we all just give up our horsemanship to horses? Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's just four horses. They're always on the same page. Then, then we'd each have to catch a horse. I can catch a slow horse. I can't catch a slow horse. Sure you could. A weak horse? You could catch a weak horse. No question. Am I allowed to drive a car after the horse? Of course. You're a human. You use your tools. Oh, I just assumed that we'd be running after the horse. Well, nobody's scared of a group called the Four Horses. That sounds like a band, like a musical band that someone might enjoy. But the Four Horsemen which will actually be three horsemen and a horse, but they don't have to know that. We just put a dress shirt on it, you know? So we come riding in on our horses. Yeah. And then the horse just rolls in on its own. They're going to think, oh, we lost a rider somewhere. It's not what they're going to think. We'll just decorate the horse to look like its top half is human-like. Put a hat on its head, tape a briefcase to it. They won't know the difference. They're going to think it's a centaur then. Yeah, but how many people really look at the fourth horseman? I mean, they look at us because we come in and they're terrified, right? But by the time that fourth one rolls in, they're already recoiling in, in terror. They're not even looking. It's kind of like the bassist in I a band. I guess that's true. Yeah, you're right yeah. about that. Yeah. Use the horse then, I guess. Okay, it actually ran away, so I'm going to have to catch another one. Well, all this time we spent debating, we could have been building some camaraderie with our teammates. Well, I mean, it's somewhat humiliating that the horse didn't want to be a part of our group. Well, not when we infight this much. That's the nice thing about horses. They just move as a herd. They get along. Convenient that it ran away right when we were going to discuss the agenda for today. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Dan and Jordan Show right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. We will be back again next Saturday at 7 o'clock to provide you another half hour of completely made up laughs. 
please click like, click share, get the word out there. Big thank you to our special guest today, Mr. Sean Bedard. Yay, thank you. Any social media or anything you'd like to promote? Please follow Go For Broke Improv on Facebook and Go For Broke Productions. You could also find us on the internet, www.goforbrokeproductions.com. You'll find our Twitter handle, our YouTube channel, and um, Instagram. Uh, if you'd like to give me a follow, look up Mantapus on Instagram, as well as uh, Sean Bedard fan page on Facebook. And you can find Dan and Jordan at Good Improv on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, so follow us there too. There'll be links to all of Sean's various awesome projects in the description of this, and you'll hear more about Go For Broke and Improv Against Humanity as we get closer to Fringe. Just keep supporting good things and keep having fun. Thanks so much, everyone. Thank you.